Hi everyone, welcome back to the 10 and 10 podcast. This is the fifth episode where we'll cover the 10 tips for better grades. I just want to say before we start that this is for high school because I don't know how it applies to CJAP or university. I haven't been in CJAP or university yet, so these tips might not all apply to university. And uh, these tips are not for everybody, so everyone functions differently in terms of school and everything else. Um, But these are just things that work for me, and hopefully you can take out a few things from this episode. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So the first tip is to communicate with your teachers. So this is their job. This is what they do. Um, They will be glad to help you out or to give you any additional resource that may help you. Honestly, I used to be shy uh, talking to my teachers if I hadn't, like, especially when I, I wear glasses and sometimes, you know, I need a new prescription so I can't see on the board. And I was always nervous on telling my teacher, like, I can't see, is it possible to make it any bigger? Um, but I realized that a lot of people in my class have this problem and, you know, it's not a big deal, even though this is a very small example. Communicate with your teachers they're there for you and don't let like when I didn't say that to my teacher it ended up me not being able to read or take any notes during that class I had to ask my friend for notes afterwards because I was so embarrassed but don't be and really communicate with your teachers because they can be they can really help you but again don't take advantage advantage of them because they're still people and they have a life outside of school so just remember that Um, Two, follow YouTube accounts. So YouTube is a fantastic resource for students because it provides so much content about every subject imaginable from different people with different perspectives. So sometimes you have teachers that have a specific way of teaching that may be hard for you to process at school. So YouTube provides videos that tackle the subject in a different manner that could potentially and probably suit your style of learning. So here are a few YouTube channels that are more obvious and popular, but I'll link more in the description and probably make an Instagram post about it. So there's two YouTube channels that I want to talk about today. So the first one is Crash Course. So this is a huge YouTube channel that talks about literally everything. They have 1,438 videos um, covering world mythology, Black American history, psychology, biology, and so much more. The videos are broken down in a clear way with absolutely beautiful graphics that make all the information easier to consume. And I mostly watch this channel for my personal interest outside of school, but it can definitely help you out in the academic field. And the second one is the Organic Chemistry Tutor. So this channel focuses on providing tutorial videos on organic chemistry, general chemistry, physics, algebra, trigonometry, precalculus, and calculus. And I use this channel a lot last year with algebra. Um, so three, when studying for a test, use the Cornell method. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, um, but as well as flashcards. So the Cornell method is a way of taking notes on a piece of paper where on the left side you have the Q column, or what I do is I write the definitions to retain on that side. And the central to right area is for my main notes and the bottom is for the summary. So for example, my history exam was six chapters, so I used six pieces of paper. And I went over them a few times before the exam. Four, don't waste your time perfecting posters, making cute notes, 
and all that, like make it functional. Um, in grade seven, I used to be obsessed with just having a color code for every subject. And I'm sure a lot of people have gone through this where everything needs to be perfect. If I make a mistake in my notes, I need to restart the whole entire page. It was extremely ridiculous. And I realize that now. Um, so f- don't waste your time. Focus on making it functional. Five, make sure to have at least one or two people in your class who you can count on on having notes if you're ever absent and that can explain the material if needed. So this is only if, you know, you're shy to talk to your teacher, which I completely understand. Some people are. Um, This is just to make sure that you stay on track and don't um, fall behind. So six, don't study too much or do too much homework. And I know this sounds highly controversial and stupid, when I have a plan in just studying the whole entire afternoon, I get less done than if I, for example, go on a run, eat a snack, and then even do the Pomodoro method to have some breaks. So the Pomodoro method is like 25 minutes on, 5 minutes off, so you get breaks. Um, the reason for this is if you have a constricted amount of time, you're likely to use it more wisely, and studying late into the night will obviously negatively affect your sleep schedule, so I don't recommend doing that. But again, everyone has their... Uh, preferences and I've seen on YouTube people having like 12 hour long study periods and that's normal for them and uh, I guess it can work for you but for me personally it gets kind of overwhelming if I've planned out to like study for four hours and I honestly don't do that because it's just too much. Um, So seven focus on your public speaking and graphic design skills. This is really important because even though your actual content and information is highly important in the presentation Um, Not having a strong, confident voice and forgetful, bland slides is going to make your topic seem less important to the class and not as captivating to the teacher as it actually is. So just tweak a few things in those two areas and you'll see a huge improvement in not only your grades, but your overall confidence in the classroom. And don't forget that these skills can be carried out outside the presentation, such as when you're communicating with your teachers, making a point in class in, in like a class discussion or in the way you write your essays. And develop developing these early on will really help you as um, when you grow older and in new op- job, job opportunities. Um, so this I've really tried to work on, not only because I like graphic design, because it has helped me in so many different fields. So you won't regret it if you um, try to learn how to improve in these two areas. Eight, don't base base your self-worth on your academic performances or other people's grades. So an important tip that I have for you was mentioned in my first ever episode of my old podcast called Success and Failure. And what I had said was to find several passions, hobbies, and projects instead of one. Because if you only have one focus and you disappoint yourself or deem yourself to be a failure, then you have nothing to remind yourself of your worth and creativity. Having other interests reminds me reminds you of your importance and that there is so much more to life than just one thing. Uh, for me, it was I was very focused on running and I had nothing else going on in my life than running and school. I didn't even have a lot of friends, so there were a few months where I was having trouble in both those fields and suddenly I felt completely lost because I didn't have any dis- distractions or things I could do to comfort myself. So always have a diverse set of interests. This is probably the most important tip of them all for me personally. Um, just having finding that uh, study school life balance is really important for both fields. Nine, make yourself practice tests. You can even, if you have a friend that likes to study, you guys can make each other's tests. Um, this is just a way to 
remind your uh, like help you remember stuff and get in the zone for the actual test. Um, I rarely do these though. It's just sometimes um, when I get stressed or ang- anxious for a test, I just make myself one of these to remind myself that it's not a big deal. And then finally, the this is not really a tip. It's more like a few reminders. So one, you don't always have to be motivated, but stay consistent. Um, it's important to stay on track and not fall behind. So if you only relied on your motivation for every single thing in your life, you would not get very far um, in all stages of your life. For me, I, you know, I used to rely, I still rely a lot on motivation and I try to make myself motivated, um, especially for runs, but I've just realized that getting out there and staying consistent in my running and just telling myself, just run three kilometers. And then from then on, you can see and not rely on after that three kilometers having the motivation to run another seven you know what I mean so just focused on consistency and then the second reminder is understand that there is no magical way to get amazing grades especially not when it's a subject that you're not interested in and have zero um, drive in that field Don't study math for 35 hours every day if you absolutely hate it and find nothing um, interesting just to get a slightly better grade. Instead, sacrifice a few hours a week of that extra grueling math session and learn a new language or something that will actually make you happy and interested. Uh, Work hard, but not without any passion. And I'm not saying to not do your homework if you don't like the subject. Um, What I'm saying is there can be a healthy balance between working for your future and working for your happiness. And they absolutely can cross over each other. There is more to life than school. And so that's it for this week's episode. Remember that these tips are not for everyone, but I thought I would share that what works for me. You can follow the podcast at 10 and 10 podcast on Instagram and our website is 10and10.card.co card with two R's. See you soon.